Hello. What's up? <laughs> Not much. How are you? I am good. I am good. Good. Well, here here it goes, I guess. I mean, uh, this is our yeah. first go at it, so. Yeah. Um, what if, would you like to talk about? If it, uh, if it ends up like shit, then uh, don't blame me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Blame me. Exactly. That's exactly right. Right. That's what you always do. So it's a par for the course. <laughs> Such a brat. <laughs> oh yeah, let's start throwing stones right now. Well, yeah. Oh my gosh! All right. Well, let's let's at least uh, let's try and not suck so much. So let's tell uh, let's tell everybody a little bit about us. So okay, you know uh, who they're listening to at least. Okay. Should I start? Sure. All right. I am Susan Hedrick. That was great. I... All right. Uh... <laughs> All right. No, okay. No, no, no. Go ahead. So Susan Hedrick, of course, is uh, your name. It's in the uh, picture. Correct. And you're not my son. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, maybe we'll establish that. Okay. It won't be hard. Oh, my gosh. No. So Susan is your name. Tell, yep. uh, tell everybody a little bit more about yourself. So I live in Belgrade, Montana. Been here since 1998. Uh, what I, do you like to do for fun? I love to hike. I love to play frisbee. I love to bike. And I love spring, summer, and fall in Montana. You you missed you missed winter. You missed one season there. Well, it's a very long season, so we don't really talk about it. We just yeah. Oh, so you hate most of your life there. <laughs> Half of my life. Thank oh, you very gotcha. much. Okay. Shoot. Well that's awesome. My name's okay. Del. I am her son. Um <laughs> you know, we figured we'd team up and we did this and it would give us the opportunity to connect a little bit and, and uh, you know, be as involved in each other's lives as we could. And I think that this is a fun opportunity because, uh, you know, it's kind of a creative outlet for both of us. But uh, First, I, live, uh, I live here in the Bay Area, California. Uh, you know, we're about 1,000, 1,100 miles away from each other. <clears throat> Very far. I know. I know. It's too far. Uh, it is too far. Yeah. I have two little ones. I've got uh, my four-year-old. Uh, he turned four in November, and I have a three-year-old as well, <laughs> and she turned three in October. They're eleven months apart. So you know that's a blast. It's super, super hard. Um, God, but it's so much fun. I love it. Mm, I, I do, loved do. it, too. I yeah. was just there. Um, you were. Two weeks ago for 12 days and oh, I had the time of my life. I have to say that being a grandmother is the ultimate treasure, the ultimate joy in life. Right, because you get to spoil mm -hmm. them and just hand them back. Right. Right. That's, yeah. that's my right, my prerogative. It's my prerogative. 
my gosh. So tell, so let's, uh, you know, when I was, uh, you know, thinking about things to talk about, um, Mm -hmm. I thought about, you know, some of the, some of the struggles that you're going through right now and, and, uh, how I think that it, it might hit home with a lot of people out there that, uh, could potentially be listening to this. So, uh, Oh yeah. Tell everybody uh tell everybody a little bit about your constipation. Oh boy. It's a tough one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um so she's probably not constipated right now. However, she is uh still kind of in a little bit of a battle with uh breast cancer. She's what I picture in the tail end of it, but you know, often days it doesn't feel like it. So fill everybody in with uh, maybe okay. like a Cliff Notes version of uh, what's going on. Yeah, you know, like uh, when you when you were told and how you felt and and things like that. Just kind of spill the beans and uh, okay. Let's see, maybe if you can help somebody out there. Oh, that would be good. Okay. At least you know, go through it. So I was diagnosed with breast cancer February tenth, two thousand sixteen. And um, the majority of my family, uh, aside from my mother, live in California. And a, a numbing experience, calling them and telling them and and listening to <clears throat> the tones of their voices. And it was a, a difficult thing. And I spent 2016... Um, going through chemo, um, bilateral mastectomy, and reconstruction. Tell, uh, tell everybody what a, a bilateral mastectomy is for the ones out there that don't know what it is. Because it's, it's a term that I think is, is kind of thrown around a little bit, but a lot of people don't really understand the severity of what it means. So um, it is a mastectomy where they take the whole mass of the breast tissue, both sides, and remove it. And hopefully everything except for the skin and the outer part of the, I don't know what is appropriate to say on podcast yet. But so they take everything but the, the uh, skin. Yeah, I mean, I think already said, I've already said shit a couple of times, so I think we're already in the explicit level. So, Oh, good. Okay. Get, get there. Get there. Paint the picture. Get there. Okay. So they take all of the breast tissue um, except for the chest muscle, and they leave the, the skin and the nipple, and that's it. And then they reconstruct underneath that. Meaning they, they, they put some sort of implant or something like that Correct. to fill that, Correct. that void. Correct. Okay. And there's what they call a one and done. So you can have it all done on, on one table. So you don't have to. Gotcha. Yeah. As opposed so, to just walking several, around flat chested. Or several surgeries. Right. Okay. Get, yeah. Okay. And I finished everything, all of my treatment in April of 2017. But after I had my surgery in August of 2016, they, they put me on a hormone inhibitor which depletes the majority of whatever hormones you have left uh, because your type of cancer is fed by your estrogen so so 
so I mean, at that point, they 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 put you on this medication. They do they do all that. Tell people, you know, uh, the side effects of the medication. Yeah, I mean the the side effects that you experienced. You know, what was what was that like? You had, uh, you know, I know now at this point you've been through like three um, prescribed options, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's it's really been a, a shitty experience, really, for all three. So Right. They're all three in the same drug family. They're hormone inhibitors. And I have suffered severe joint bone pain, sometimes muscle pain. So I've tried all three of my options and I've just recently decided to no longer take this drug. And it's taken me a long time to get here. Um mm-hmm. I thought this last drug was was going to be wonderful because I I felt really good for a a month I would say and then in, my joint pain was increasingly it was worse than it was on the other two right. like my joints hurt to touch and so yesterday I decided that I was done and um, thinking about making this decision, I have to consider that when I was diagnosed and they did the samples and the biopsies and all that, and they came to the cl- conclusion that I was three positive. So that's HER2 positive, estrogen positive, and progesterone positive. So all my hormones feed my cancer. Hmm. And they said that 87% of my estrogen fed my type of cancer. So I have had to take into consideration that fact. And right. on the other hand, I think that. The, well, hold on here. So okay. the reason you have to take that into consideration, right, is be, then, and, and what I'm hearing you say is, is uh, your, your cancer is fed by your estrogen and you're on uh, or have been on these medications that block your hormones so that your estrogen and progesterone or whatever it is doesn't rise to a level that brings your cancer back. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Correct. Yeah. So, oh man. It's not that it doesn't rise. It lowers the production that you already have. So let's say you're, since I'm post-menopausal due to chemo, I let's say my estrogen level is down to lay to a 10% or a 5%. Well, it brings your estrogen production level even lower. So let's say it's at 2%. Mm-hmm. And 2% is good. It's really, really good. Right. Well, it's, mm-hmm. it's good in the case of cancer. It's not good in the case of general life, right? Correct. Yeah. So, and, and for those of you, for those of you out there listening, who's going through this or who is about to go through, uh, you know, similar process, or maybe those of you who just don't and could give a shit less. The first time that I experienced or witnessed all of this for myself was when she was visiting down here for the first time. Uh, not for the first time, but this most recent time. And it is, something that it's like i can't explain it you know what i mean for in context i think that it's probably uh you know if you can think back to when you were having growing pains as a as a teenager in your legs and in your arms and in your in your back you probably times that by 
50 and that it still might be shy of, of how she's feeling. I mean, she's got to really take it slow in the morning, warm up her joints, has to keep herself moving, can't lay, can't sit, can't stand for too long. Um, you know, so you imagine every single day like that and it really just starts to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. So that has been the battle that at least, the, you know, she obviously has been dealing with. But uh, at least for myself, it was the first time that I got to actually see. And it was, uh, oh, man, it was it was horrible. It's it's tough. So for those of you out there, uh, you know, obviously side effects don't affect everyone. The but spread, uh, that's, yeah. that's something to strongly consider. You know, if you live an active, active lifestyle like like she does, um, it's going to it's going to really hinder you a lot. So. Uh, you know, at least mentally, quality of life is, is really going to struggle. So you have to be a strong person mentally and obviously a strong person physically to push through this day in and day out, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, you know, it, yeah. it's rough and it's crazy to see. Sorry I took the reins on that, but it's... Uh, no, and I, it's, it's true. You were spot on. And the fact that I was so active and did miles of hiking and of played outside every day and and my life is not like that anymore and it's it's mentally it's taxing because I don't understand I mean when I came out of surgery I felt wonderful I it was like I was done with chemo and I felt like a brand new person. I felt like I was, the, I was the same person. I could, I could move on from here. And then they put me on this drug that's supposed to save my life from reoccurrence. And all it has done yeah. is debilitate me. Right. Yeah. So, so the, the, the emotional struggles of not being who I thought I used to be or who I want to be now has been really hard. Right. Which, which doesn't mean that you're not going to be that person again. It's just right now it's, it's hard to see that, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's taxing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I've had to come to terms with, you know, maybe I made the wrong decision. Maybe I didn't. Maybe yeah. I am one of those those people that never have a reoccurrence they live the rest of their lives without a reoccurrence maybe i'll be that person mm -hmm. and maybe i won't and if i'm if i am how do i deal with it and if i'm not how do i deal with it right yeah i mean it's one of those ones where you really can't prepare you, yeah. you can't prepare enough for you just try to do your very best and i'm and that's my plan you know i've decided to make this decision I've decided to um, move my life around a little bit uh, change my diet you know the things that I thought were important to me aren't as important as I thought they were <laughs> I really want to make a change yeah mm-hmm well, you know, and hopefully we can do that through this platform. You know what I mean? No. I think it's going to be awesome. I think so, too. Um, but, you know, even if it doesn't work out and one person listens to this podcast, uh, it'll be a nice excuse for me to talk to you for 40 minutes. 
<laughs> even though you're not my kid. My right. son. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Hey, I think Just it'll two be strangers on the phone. What was that? Just two strangers on the phone. That's right. But no, so okay, so what uh what are like these next weeks or, or even months gonna look like for you? What's kind of your game plan? What are you gonna do? So it's 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 kind of scary because I've been I've bloomed where I was planted for 20 years Mm -hmm. and I think right now my plan is to take this next week to rest my body and um, hopefully the the swelling or or, or, um, I'm at a loss for words uh the inflammation that's the word i wanted inflammation okay (laughs) (laughs) that's it right so hopefully that uh, gets better and i start feeling like 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 yes like me and i can um start posting things and get rid get rid of things trying to sell things especially uh Oh God! Selling. And then donate things, right? I know selling things is a pain in the butt. Yeah. Yeah. And get rid of things. Just, I mean, downsize to the ultimate downsize. Because well, I'm hoping to, by August first, be driving my car away from my house and having somebody take care of my house. That's my ultimate goal. Whoa. Yes. Oh, man. August 1st. I've set a date. And if I can do it sooner, that'd be even better. But I'm giving myself a date and I am going to downsize and pack up my car. I'm going to go see my best friends and go see my dad and then go back up north. And I'm going to stay for a while. I don't know how long or what's going to happen but it's going to be it's going to be fun it's going to be an adventure hell yeah yeah hell yeah is that uh has that been uh like a bucket bucket list item for you for a while or um so that's big stuff yes that is big stuff packing up your car and and leaving and heading california is sounds exactly like what i did when i was 19 right but i never thought I would do it again my bucket lists were out of the country <laughs> right they were they like, were like eat at KFC one last time before they all close <laughs> no that might be your bucket list but <laughs> that wouldn't be my kids bucket list that's for sure <laughs> right oh man so I don't know what that all that's gonna look like but that's what I hope to um that's what I hope to to do. Well, you know, I think that sounds like a good plan, and you know, either way, I think uh, everybody will have your back. But uh, no, anyway, thanks for thanks for sharing all that. I think uh, yeah. that was it's, it's definitely not an easy thing to go through, but it's probably not an easy thing to share to thousands and thousands of people. You know what I mean? Yes, I do, and thank you for the foundation. It made it easier to talk about it. Of course, of course. Well, I think this is going to be a wrap on episode numero uno. 
Numero uno. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's been great. Second, yeah, right. Take yeah. a second and uh, and uh, shoot us a follow. Maybe give us uh, you know something that you want to talk about. Um, you know, uh, Instagram, Twitter for me is Life As Dell. Uh, where can people follow you or connect with you? And I'm snoozing on Instagram. And that's uh, it's underscore right underscore snoozing. Yes. Right on, right on. Well, give us a like. Uh, let us know uh, how you like the podcast, and if you can, uh, shoot us a review in in uh, Apple, Spotify. Uh, you know, and and tell us how you liked it. It's it's a huge help for sure. But uh, anyway, thanks for listening, and uh, have a good night. All right. Good night.